Casting from mondays.pwop.com, it's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Lawrence Ryan here in the studio with Carl, Richard Campbell, Karen Greenwald, Jeff Maciolik, and Mark Miller announcing show number 45. 45? You've done 45 freaking shows and you still don't have a sponsor? What a bunch of losers. Mondays is produced by Pwop Productions, providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.pwop.com. And now, the man... Let's just leave it at that. Carl Franklin! That's right, it's Monday again, and I'm Carl, and we're here in New London at the Diner Booth. This week with Karen and Jeff. Hmm. And Richard and Mark out there in Never Never Land. How are you guys? (laughs) (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Lost boys. Lost boys. (laughs) I'm not lost. I know right where I am. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been together like this. How have you all been doing? I know I've been I've been doing all right. I you know what the the most coolest thing that happened to me this week is I got this new like two gig portable flash recorder. And just for, uh, you know, uh, trying to be more like other podcasts, what I did was I strapped it onto my belt and I just turned it on and let the uh, built-in microphone just record my day. <laughs> oh, Last yeah. Wednesday. Have you ever Good done times. that? Good times. Good uh, times. Yeah, but when I was like seven years old with a tape recorder, you know. Well, you know, I just wanted to, you know, if anything interesting happened during the day, I could play it back. Carl, anything interesting happened on that day? No, no, I, nothing actually that I can remember, but... But that was the most fun I had this week. Yeah, except for the other thing, which is, you know, reality. My wife uh, is having a, or had foot reconstruction surgery. That's like power tools, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Hammers and saws and nails and screwdrivers. They had to practically like <clears throat> cut off all her toes and sew them back on. They practically did. <laughs> it's so disgusting. She was in, she's been in horrible pain. Were you guys like watching with popcorn or something? <laughs> you seem to have like really intimate, detailed knowledge Girl of this. Girl and I put together a scrapbook. Yeah, we got this little video. Did she go with the all-season radials? We're going to watch it live. <laughs> Did you just say, did she go with the all-season radial? (laughs) Actually, I think that she's more of an inner tube kind of. uh... (laughs) Well, anyway, that sort of put a damper on my uh, out-of-house activities for a while, so... We I saw the- you in your house this morning. Did you know that? You did? You were sleeping. Um, about what time? <laughs> <laughs> I was Wait, in the bedroom watching you sleep this morning at about 9 o'clock. Yeah, I was. I, I went to bed at a, the ripe old time of 6.30 a.m. Yeah, good job. Because <laughs> I was editing Mark Miller on DNR TV, who, who uh, insists on re- making recordings with clicks and pops in them. 
and and too hot on the preamp. Gee, Carl, I wouldn't know anything about that sort of trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna, Mark. I'm gonna come to your house and give you a personal tutorial on how to use the preamp. Okay, hold on. I better turn it down over here now that you remind me. <laughs> no, don't turn it down. God damn it! Then we'll have to redo the noise profile. Don't hold on. I'll turn it back it. up now. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. No. You know what? I'm gonna ride this the whole show. He's out here. Hey, wait a minute, Mark. I just remembered something. I don't edit Mondays anymore. You know what? Fiddle with that knob all you want. I'll do the Go show every right 10 ahead. seconds turn it uh. up and <laughs> I just like to play with it. Well, you know, if, if let, let's go back in time, shall we? Uh, let's see. It was Carl who was saying, uh, turn up a little bit higher, Mark. Okay, test, test, test. How's this, Carl? It's about uh, this far. Uh, turn a little bit higher. Yeah. Well, I think it, I think what was happening was you were turning the preamp instead of the output gain. And that, that causes that John Lennon revolution kind of <laughs> vocal sound, you know, uh, to happen. No, no, no. Mark actually sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So wait, gotta, I think I may have I may be thinking of the wrong song here. Did he say the number nine over and no, over? No, no, that was Revolution Nine. I'm talking about Revolution. Oh, the okay. fast wanna... version. Actually, yes. there's two versions. Okay. All right, uh, Karen. What was your week like? I had a great week. Um, well, I sort of had a great week. A, a couple things. Um, one is that I found out that somebody that you and I both know had this issue, and I don't mean to bring this up again, but he had a wife. They were together. Had she, being the operative word. She went to Ecuador to swim with the dolphins. Oh, came back no. and got a divorce. No way. Oh, Do you know who it is? No. You're gonna write it on a piece of paper. Yeah. It's those Latino Did dolphins. You know that? What? Did you know that? <laughs> no. Wait a second. Uh, yeah, I'm are you, totally serious. Is it just a coincidence of you being funny, or is he like doing it with dolphins? No, he no. His wife. Oh, his wife his is doing it with dolphins. No, all I'm saying is, I'm just relating to. You. I'm just giving you the facts as they stand. Married, married, married. Wife goes to Ecuador to swim with the dolphins. Come back. I want a divorce. That's all I'm saying. That's amazing. I can't <laughs> That's, believe it. I'm just, I'm just saying it is all. But here's, so, here's the. Yeah, so, go on. Uh, Karen, I have a question because I, you know, I watched years and years of Flipper, and I don't remember ever seeing like a little dolphin thingy on him. <laughs> Mark, if you really want to hear the details of that, I'll talk to you about you, it after the show. You just <laughs> never saw them pull the zipper down. That's all. There you go. <laughs> when you were talking about dolphin sex, I always thought it was the it was a, a man abusing the dolphin. <laughs> oh no, not necessarily. No, 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 no. It's a- that's why I was last. The last time I was going, well, how do they breathe? Well, you know, there. <laughs> <laughs> that the dolphins do have that big nose, right, so you right. know, you yeah. know, you never know. Uh, you think it's you think it's nose sex, uh, man? Could be. God, uh, I don't know the details. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, just trying to figure this out. That's girl, all. Did you ever see a movie called Meet the Feebles? No. All right, we'll just leave it at that. All right. Huh. Well, Jeff, you're here. Yes, Why? I am. I'm, Why are you here? I'm here because I needed to get away from uh, from where I live. Uh, you know, it's just. Just drama. You know, I kind of feel like a walking soap opera sometimes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you go up there to get away from here? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> and, um, and I discovered that uh, there are worse places than here. Um, uh-huh. There is a, there's an expression, don't shit where you eat, and uh, it's it's true, and it's, you know, valid. I don't th- I don't know if I mean it in exactly the same way that everybody else does, but, uh, you know, the, the general gist of that is, is good. Uh, but I've, I've I, you know, I've been sort of okay. I've been down here, you know, hanging out with the family. I got my, brought my pet ferret down with me they've been shitting all over the bathroom it's uh don't eat there yeah don't eat in the bathroom don't eat in the bathroom, <laughs> in the bathroom. oh um, my god i have a story about that <laughs> okay 
Yeah. yeah. It, did it involve a <laughs> German Lord. Scheisse video? Like, that's the question. But, no, uh, it's funny. Rodent Scheisse video? Rodent Scheisse video. It's no wonder nobody will ever advertise yes. in this goddamn so, show. Uh, but there is, there is something that I think that Carl and, uh, and Mark will appreciate. Uh, last night I was hanging out with one of my buddies who's a, incidentally a fan of Mondays. And he said, you know, man, I really need you to help me to get these uh, ringtones onto my uh, onto my pocket PC phone. And, you know, I hit up Google and figure out how to do it. And, he, and I'm like, so what ringtone do you want? He says, oh, uh, how about the amazing... Tales of Pooh. <laughs> and, and so there is now on my friend's cell phone a pirated version of Amazing Tales of Pooh intro that I you know, cut out of one of the shows. Well, that is awesome. Mm. He owes us, right, Carl? He owes us royalties every time he gets a call? This is my story about this, okay? Let me just inj- you're, you're, interject you're, you're, it This quickly. is your fecal... Okay, this happened... <laughs> there was this guy that my husband works with. I maybe shouldn't say that, but whatever. This this guy that I know, he worked with this guy, and and he was this <laughs> he was this enormous. He was he was a very very huge guy, like, and you could always tell tell him because from his feet because his he didn't have shoes that fit him. He just sort of had pieces of leather that would, were tied on, like really like whatever. Sorry. <laughs> wow! Yikes. So one day somebody um, went into the bathroom at this workplace, and they look and they see <laughs> they see these distinctive footwear and they see (laughs) and they kind of hear snoring because he's fallen asleep (laughs) in the bathroom which okay that you could see where that on the john or but they're they look down at the feet next to the feet a bucket of chicken (laughs) 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 wait a bucket of what we're talking like chicken we're talking like kfc kfc KFC. maybe they'll advertise on the show (laughs) there you go oh yeah that's that's you're looking looking good Oh. Mella, you and me, man. That is yeah, we were bad. tied. That was like the Olympics of joke telling right there. Do you, do you know, a, <laughs> a photo finish. That was bad. Oh, the, wait. There's one other thing that I wanted to tell you about my week because um, I'm a little bit uh, Country? sore. No. I'm a, I'm a little bit rock and roll. She's, she's a little sore. All right. I like I where this is going. Let's, let's keep going here. She was walking funny when she came in too, right, Carl? <laughs> it's not nearly you that You tried exciting. that new maneuver I was telling you about, didn't you? And you're looking good. Okay. No. Hey, look at that. I, I I see this counter on top of Carl's head that's counting down. There's a little skull and crossbones next to it. I'm not sure. All right, Karen, go ahead. So anyway, um, no, here's what I'm sorry. I mentioned this to you guys last week, but my so my sister had a heart attack, which sounds like it's yeah. not getting to why I'm sore. Boy, this is hilarious. Let's keep going. <laughs> no, and she's like 10 years older than me, so it's kind of freaking me out, right? So that right. she had this heart attack. So I decide that, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this because I'm full of sweetness and light, but sometimes I tend towards the bitter. So mm, no. I haven't noticed. It happens. No. So I'm like, I need to like, you know, calm down, become a kinder, gentler Karen. No. Going back. So it won't I, happen. So, well, I've tried. So I'm like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to do yoga all the time like I used to do. It's going to be great. But it is not a calmer, gentler yoga. This is like yoga, Gestapo, boot camp yoga. This, this is, is this, this like, like yoga foo. Oh, oh, it's horrible. He's like, he's like, you know, do you, you call that a lotus position? You don't know what a lotus position is. <laughs> what are you one with? I'm one with the earth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I've taken it like three times in the past week and I can barely walk. Oh, boy. <laughs> that reminds me of my. I, I actually ran my own martial arts uh, uh, place a while back. It was the Mark Miller School of Kung Fu Fighting, and it was 
Everybody was no, no, no. Serious. I'm serious. And and you know, you know how when you like break the board, you're supposed to shout out. So everybody was going, "Fuck you! What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? That's." That's all we did. Oh, man. <laughs> then the authorities, you know, found out I w- wasn't really teaching martial arts and <laughs> shut me down. And, anyway. Richard, how's that monitor holding up? I finally got the whole thing assembled correctly. Uh, but the uh, problem is I had to build a new machine for it, and mm. none of the old water cooling gear fits on it. So <laughs> I'm back to an air-cooled machine, and the thing's like a jet plane. I've forgotten how the rest of the world lives. Oh, my God. You, you should know? have bought and the it, case I did, Richard, you it's know? It's unbelievably noisy. You need so more I've got a bunch MMs. of water cooling parts on, but I'm desperate. You know, i got to shut this machine down to record. I'm thinking i got to get a recording booth or something just to protect me from the noise of this stupid thing. How many video cards do you have in that computer? Two. And they're, they're big ones, aren't they? Big they're, and noisy. They're 7,800 GTs. Uh-huh. How, much, how much noise do you have in the room, would you think? Uh, with that machine on? Yeah. Wow, that's a heck of a good question. I'll yeah. tell you, when I turn it off, the room's almost silent now because I've gotten rid of a bunch of other fans. It's just the one source of noise. So you have to turn it off while you're recording? I have to turn it off. Yeah, you know, yeah. I had a problem. I have problems with that here. In fact, last week uh, we were, you know, I need soundproof rooms. We were doing some sample voiceovers for a prospective client at Pop. you know, and there's a really loud car in the street with killer subwoofers. You know, you can just hear the bass, goon, 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 right? And it just goes on and on and on. And guys parked down the street. I can see him from my window. So I go down there and I walk up to the car. It's this black Mercedes with the mirrored tinting on the windows. Right. You know, like totally illegal. <laughs> <laughs> you know tinting. Okay. Yeah, and there's this cat sitting in the road meowing horribly at at this car. Well, that's weird. <laughs> wow. It was a weird cat, too. He had some sort of, like, metal headgear on. Like, I, he had some sort of, I don't know, cat surgery with a brain thing. Yeah. I don't, like, a, like like metal plate? Yeah, sort it was of sort of like thing? a metal wow. plate. Cut, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. But the cat was freaking out. And I guess the, as I got closer, I saw there was a dog barking at the cat. And the cat was meowing at the dog. But So I walk up to the, to the Mercedes and I knock on the window. And... And the driver, he rolls down the window and, and it's this skanked out guy who's like high on crack and he's just, he can't even, he can't even speak. He's completely wasted. You he's, can't even aim his gun properly. Go ahead. <laughs> <he's> like, hold, <laughs> Which is lucky for you. He's like holding a cell phone to his ear, but he's not really talking. He doesn't even look at me. And dog is just like lunging at the cat at this time. The music is really loud. The guy picks up a beer can, he crushes a beer can on his head and throws it at me, hits me right on the head, and he peels out. <laughs> it was I was pissed, man. I I picked up the cat and I hurled it at the car. There you and the, go. The car it made a nice little arc and crashed right through the back window. And, there you and go. get this is unbelievable. The driver like skidded out and skidded right <laughs> into a pole. He was okay, but the tra- it caused the transformer on the pole to explode. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. Kids, you two can lie, just like Carl. He's a professional. <laughs> no, it's, it Take was amazing. I was fine, but it, it was amazing. So this was Wednesday? Yeah, I, Tuesday. When, yeah, I think it was. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, it Is was this Wednesday. Is you had your MP3 recording all the events? <laughs> hey, yeah. Maybe your recorder recorded the whole thing. 
Holy shit. Hey, let me look for it because I have the file right here on my computer. Mark, why don't, why don't you check in and tell us how your week was and I'll look for that file. Well, you know, I'll tell you about my dream. How about if we do that? You had yeah, a dream? Tell me about your dream. All right. I'm in London and it's midnight. I'm out with my colleagues from work. My boss is there and two other guys were completely irrelevant to the story. So uh, let's just call them Carl and Jeff. (laughs) Anyway, we're trying to find something exciting to do, and we somehow find ourselves at the ticket window uh, of a large movie theater. And I'm like, all right, fine, we can see a movie. And it turns out, Carl, that the only movie playing in all 17 theaters is a digitally enhanced re-release of Taxi Driver. (laughs) You know, the one by Scorsese about the mentally unstable Vietnam War veteran who drives a taxi at night. Yeah. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Uh, are you talking to me? <laughs> are you talking to me? No, are you talking to me? <laughs> Carl! Jeff! What? I thought I made it clear at the beginning that you two were completely irrelevant to the story. <laughs> hey, f*** you, Miller. Anyway, we're in line. Get the tickets. What am I saying we're in line? We're not in a f***ing line because it's midnight in London and nobody wants to go see a f***ing re-release of Robert De Niro's digitally enhanced mole. <laughs> there is no line. We're at the front, at the ticket window. Anyway, my boss is like talking to the ticket lady and I, I glance up and I get a gander of the prices. It's like nine pounds to get in that's like $15 I'm like thinking what the f*** and then my <laughs> then my boss turns around and he looks at us with this goofy smile on his face and he's like uh, well I, I guess I'll pay for the tickets <laughs> then he stops and looks around waiting to see if any of us are gonna chime in with something stupid like oh no I'll pay <laughs> you're right then he says it again I'm thinking, don't look at me. You know, I'm not paying $15 for a simulated taxi ride through hell, but I can get the real thing at home for about the same price. <laughs> so anyway, he ultimately sighs and pays and we go inside the theater. Okay, Carl, now let me tell you something about this British theater. It's huge. It's giant. It's like five times the size of the largest theater I've ever been in. So we look for a place to sit, and we find one right underneath the balcony. We sit down, and then we learn that you cannot see the movie screen from these seats. (laughs) Because of the balcony. Yeah, that's good. Now, Carl, you know I've warned the scientific community in the past about the dangers of mixing equal parts British engineering with a sense of humor. And this is the result. (laughs) We can't see the f***ing screen. So we decide to we decide to move to an area that isn't covered by the upper balcony over on the right side of the theater, and we find an open area there, and we sit down. I look up at the screen, and what do you think I see, Carl? Robert De Niro. I don't know. A giant fucking tree planted right between me and the screen. <laughs> you know, I hate it when that happens, Mark. This tree is huge. You know the one in Geriatric Park where when you first see the brontosaurus eating from the big tree? Uh, you know that tree? The big one. The, the, the pan- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pans. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that fucking tree. <laughs> The British engineers apparently thought it would be an environmentally sound idea to plant that tree right between our seats and the screen. (laughs) (laughs) So just in case anybody's tuning in for the first time right now, this is a dream, right? Macy Olick, will you act professional, goddammit? (laughs) 
That's no. a technical <laughs> term for this kind of engineering, Carl, is cheesehead engineering. So, <laughs> so anyway, I'm getting ready to stand up so I can register my complaint with the Commonwealth when I suddenly hear the sound of this loud mechanism engage, followed by a low <laughs> sound. I look up above the tree and I can see there's a giant fucking fan has swung into place and it's now just starting to spin up, apparently to make sure the tree feels like it's at home. I'm like, what the f- Can I just watch a fucking movie? Note to Tony Blair, dude, why are you smiling all the time? Have you seen the state of your nation? Do you realize you have trees growing inside your movie theaters? All right. Hey, I found it. I found the file. Check this out. So this is, uh, you know, that story I told you about with a guy and I went up to the window and all that. Here, here it is. That's exactly how it happened, too. Oh, was, man. Was that an exploding cat you threw? <laughs> oh, no. I threw the cat. It hit. It went into the back window, and the driver hit a pole, and it blew up the transformer, and that's what happened. No, really? Wow. Did it send electricity through his electric-plated head? Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, let's just get going with the week in geek. Because that wasn't geeky enough. Because that wasn't geeky yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I comb the stories of the week Making the news that are sort of geeky and freaky And scientific and technological And maybe even a little bit weird Well, before I do the Weekend Geek I actually found a few uh, headlines And uh, these headlines all sort of have a theme to them And uh, you can probably pick it up pretty quickly First one's at shrinkster.com slash by5 so if you're going to a party, you've got to bring your own five, right? Yes. It's going to be a good week. <laughs> Grapefruit or penis? What? Yeah. Grapefruit or penis. Vietnam accents the difference. The story actually is that the, uh, the Vietnamese word for grapefruit is spelled exactly like penis. Wait. The it, Vietnamese word for penis. The Vietnamese word for grapefruit is spelled the same as the Vietnamese word for as penis? As the English word for penis. Oh, it's P-E-N-I-S. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. How know, do they pronounce it? Do you, do you uh, know? Penis. I don't know. Huh. Uh, you know, in, in, in Italian, penis is penne, and pen is penne. So that's basically pasta penis. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it's pasta. It's, it's buoy. It's B-U-O-I. Well, it must be a special kind of grapefruit that's been in the news recently. <laughs> the special penis grapefruit. <laughs> All right, so the next one is shrinkster.com BY6. George's penis makes an impression. I don't know. Just these were all in the news. You found them. I found them. They were out there. What the hell? Roseanne Barr says George Clooney does impressions of Groucho Marx with his penis. Yep. Huh. That's it. All right, the next one is at uh, BY7. <laughs> I don't make this stuff up. I just aggregate it for your pleasure. Here we go. Penis biting trial on hold as jury go home. <laughs> Apparently the jury was, uh, well, never mind. You know, I I didn't know you could be, hmm. 
Got to be more careful, I guess, in the future. All right, shrinkster.com slash BY8. Now, this one isn't really a headline, but it was an official direction on a website. Um, look at this. Because I went searching in <laughs> Google News. And at the end, you know, for penis, right? I searched for penis. And at the end, new. it says, new. Get the latest news on penis with Google Alerts. Alert. Google is alerting you. I need a penis alert. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. So you can sign up for that one, right? An alert penis. Of course. Yeah, you got to have an alert penis. Oh, my. <clears throat> You're George Clooney anyway. Yeah, because Groucho Marx doesn't impersonate I got to tell you, now that whole Vlasic Pickle thing makes sense now. Let me tell you. Sometimes a pickle is just a pickle. All right, so the Weekend Geek. First story, number one. Uh, MP3 inventor develops tool to fight piracy. PC Magazine reports that the Fraunhofer Institute has developed proto- Did I say that right? I have no idea how that's pronounced. Fraunhofer. Fraunhofer. Yeah. Fraunhofer. There's a silent N, is it? There is an N in that. Fraunhofer Institute has developed prototype technology to help curb the sharp rise in online music piracy, which, ironically, and that is the proper use of the word ironic, ironically, has been enabled through another invention of the renowned German research group, MP3 Audio Compression. (laughs) (laughs) Reachers at the Fraunhofer Integrated Publication and Information Systems Institute, boy, there's a mouthful, have successfully tested a software system based on the group's own digital watermarking technology for tracking pirated audio files and peer-to-peer file-sharing networks, says Michael Kipp, a spokesperson for the Institute. Watermarking. I didn't think water and electricity mixed. <laughs> and we spoke to, uh, you know, so uh, Professor Igor Schmeckel. No. no. He's your go-to guy. Uh, what about him, Carl? Nothing. I just wanted to say that. Story number two. <laughs> what? NBC expands online Olympics video. Associated Press, New York. NBC is significantly expanding its Olympics video offerings for the internet and cell phones, a sure sign of its increased comfort with technologies that erect geographic boundaries online. And I didn't I write that. I know how that. you found this story. I didn't write that. No, but I think you were searching for penis when you found it. The, ne- ah, the network's official Olympic site, NBCOlympics.com, will show for free on a, and this is what's interesting, on a delayed basis, the complete runs and routines for the top finishers and for all U.S. participants in almost every event, with highlights provided for team sports like hockey, said Gary Zankel, president of NBC Olympics. That's cool. Hey, Richard, do you know I have the 1986 World Series on videotape? I did not know that. Didn't the Mets play? Uh, I'll give it to you for free if you want to watch it. Uh, Didn't think so. Story number three. <laughs> Wireless <laughs> to organize. Hey, uh, hey Carl. Hey. Talk to me after the show and I'll tell you to make that funny. Uh, good one. Uh, good oh, one. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. I win. Woohoo. I won the internet. Wireless to organize <laughs> and maybe save lives. New York, Reuters. Imagine a warning on your cell phone that tells you when a parent in ill health needs help when you've eaten too much, or that you should avoid your regular commute because of a biohazard danger. This may sound far-fetched, but the laboratories around the world are exploring such scenarios as wireless networks become more robust and amid moves to miniaturize electronic chips to the point where they can be discreetly placed into any product. Forget mobile music and video. Wireless may end up running your life, down to when to wash your underwear. And all I can say is, what the f***? 
fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is happening to us when we need a friggin' cell phone to tell us to wash our underwear? Play a command. Fuck you. All right, story number four. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.M. Rim expands to Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia's information technology industry is welcoming research in motion, R.I.M. or RIM, as the company has chosen Halifax as a location of growth with a new 1,200-person technical support operations center. RIM is a leading designer, manufacturer, and marketer of innovative wireless solutions for the worldwide mobile communications market. BlackBerry is the world-leading wireless enterprise solution developed by RIM that helps keep mobile professionals connected to people and information. So if you want to score a good rim job, go to Halifax, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. and that's all. Oh, man. And that's all for the week in geek. You know, you were doing your penis stories earlier. I was surprised you didn't pick up on the uh, the news about uh, Boner being uh, uh, elected into the uh, the GOP. Over here in the United yeah, States. Yeah, Paul Boner. Yeah. Paul no, Boner. It's, no, his name's John Boner, isn't it? <laughs> John Boner. It's like, man, you know his dad is like, you know, he's like really hurting for creativity. You know, what are we going to call him? Well, let's think about back to the conception. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I was just looking through the Google search. There's, I mean, these are some of the headlines. You know, GOP is happy to have Boner in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Boner is confident of chances. <laughs> Boner aides tied to Abramoff trip. Oh. And then last one is Boner rents apartment. <laughs> Owned by lobbyists in D.C. Anyway. Huh. Very That's good. That's a weekend geek. Well, now it's time for girl. 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 Karen Greenwald. How are you doing this week, Karen? I'm good. I am good. But this week, I want to talk a little bit about bird flu. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy. That's a comedy topic. So you, so you start with your sister having a heart attack and then you progress Has anybody on to told you that this is a comedy show? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. This, this is freaky. I was just reading Wikipedia stuff about bird flu and like we started to get freaked out. I was like, oh, wait, this is edited by like 11 year olds in their parents' exactly. basement. So, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. What yeah. the fuck's the big deal? Because don't get me wrong. I love Toucan Sam as much as the next girl. But what are you telling me? I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe more now that you've heard about this dolphin thing. <laughs> Follow your nose. <laughs> wow, that's like this. Oh boy. Um, heard a lot about toucan sex, man. She went down to fly I'm with sorry, the. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some things are just too. Let candid, the, let the so. woman talk for Christ's sakes. Oh, sorry. Bird flu is a really severe cold for birds. I know that a few humans have contracted it. But they were bird handlers. They handle birds. That's what they do. They freaking sleep with birds. What per- yeah. yeah. What percentage of the population actually handles birds? Is this truly a cause for mass concern? People, it has bird right in the title. <laughs> this is not a very big people issue. My husband is in the tech field and travels to Asia all the time. And people are always asking me, aren't you worried that he's going to get bird flu? And I think, you know what? I'd be a little more worried to simply know that while he was there on business, he was secretly handling hundreds of birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually heard that about Troy. the only way at this point he could contract it. <laughs> and 
And if that's the case, really, I have bigger issues to worry about. Yeah. Well, you no. know, I'd, I'd actually be more worried that he was he was going over to get that, you know, that reconstructive surgery to become a bird. <laughs> that, that also, also worrisome. Find Look, some yellow feathers around the house. You know? What the? I don't get it. <laughs> Keep spreading the newspaper on the floor. He's only packing it as dinner. <laughs> oh, God. Hurt you. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and, and you you taught Troy to talk now, right? You can speak. I would, I would like it if he could only speak the words I told him to. That would be much better. It would oh. be a much easier marriage. Oh. Now, I'm not saying that the CDC shouldn't be on this, because clearly they should. But does it really need to be a conversation over the Grand Slam breakfast at Denny's every day? <laughs> You know, these are the same Y2K freaks who stalked their basements out of fear of the scary new millennium. Honestly, most of the people out there who are freaking out about this are like 100 pounds overweight and they smoke. You know, people whose idea of fresh produce is a fruit roll up. And I think. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Is this bird flu really your biggest health concern? (laughs) Is that really the thing that you've chosen to focus on? I mean, I realize your current condition leaves you weak and vulnerable to disease, but really? Bird flu? I guess it keeps you from worrying about real things, like the fact that you quit your job at ShopRite to stay home and watch Dr. Phil. Oh! oh. Hey. Karen, you said you wouldn't be going to talk about that. That's sorry! The, that's I didn't know I hate, you guys were a bunch of ShopRite no, fans. I hate that guy. <laughs> What a fucking asshole that guy is, man. <laughs> Have we found the thing on Mangy Dog Productions that gives his quotes yet? No, uh, no. I'll pull it we'll up have for to, next We'll week. have to add a link to that. <laughs> All right. People keep comparing the bird flu to the influenza of 1918, which, by the way, was a human flu. But a little perspective here, people. In 1918, we didn't even know what a virus was. And hmm. if we haven't progressed beyond that, where we were in 1918, then maybe we really deserve to die off. So people get a real health concern and a hobby besides mass hysteria. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we got going on for girl. Girl. We got something to say. (laughs) You know, anybody who was offended by that, I just want to say I'm actually actually pro mass hysteria. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, Mark, in that case, I'll tell you that one of the the flu pandemics from the late 1800s was actually a bird flu. The one that killed like, you know... 50-something uh, thousand people in the United yeah, States. Yeah, but you know what it did? It went from birds to people. This one hasn't really done that yet. No, so. it's, it's, it's not a problem yet. They're it's just, gone from birds to afraid. Bo- it's gone from birds to bird people. Right, exactly. <laughs> the people that cluck already. So it's, right. They're already partly there. <laughs> Safety warning to all those bird fuckers out there. Use a condom for the next couple of years. <laughs> Keep it safe. Hey, Karen, I got to say, though, if if there is, you know, this massive bird pandemic, I'm, I'm, I'm going to blame you. <laughs> I'm blaming you. I karmically brought it on with yep, all my apathy. No, no, no. That's why I put the disclaimer in there about the CDC. Let's leave it in their hands and yeah. they can monitor and handle it. Let the pros. I thought about so that. good at handling I things. thought about that, Jeff. I'm like, I'm going to die of bird flu because I'm writing this. And then I thought. <laughs> well, K- Karen, I know you have to go. So we're going to we're gonna to let go. you bow I'm sorry, out. boys. Thank you. Oh, but I've got something for her. What do you got for me, baby? Uh, is it- <laughs> just, just something. Is it bigger than a bird? Red box. L- little surprise. Is it no, than I just a grapefruit. Have... Should we? Be... Uh, <laughs> it is a grape. It is a grapefruit. It is a grapefruit in some languages. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh boy. No, you can go if you want to. I actually it's probably better that you're not here to hear it. <laughs> what is it, Miller? You can't leave me hanging. You know I can't download our show. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, this is overlapping into my real life a little bit too much. So tw- one of my husband's like really good friends, best men at our wedding calls. And he's like, I finally listened to Mondays. And I was like, oh, oh no. Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I got to go. Click. <laughs> Anybody who asked me what I do, I said, don't do anything. Yeah, I, I do you nothing. don't want to know. What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Wait, yeah. I heard you did a podcast. Nope. nope. No, no, no. No. <laughs> Nothing. So Jeff is here and he hasn't bathed in a couple of days. And uh, <laughs> he claims that he's sitting that far away for audio separation, but I know differently. <laughs> so so I told you guys that I was up to like 6.30 a.m. editing. So I hadn't taken a shower in, you know, 24 hours or so. And yeah. I was pretty ripe and I was too tired to take a shower before I went to bed. So in our in our little girl, Clara, who's three... She's uh, she was already asleep in my spot and I just sort of moved her over. And I remember, you know, the sun was out and I was sleeping and, and I just reached over and put my arm around her and just sort of snuggled her to me. And I was half asleep and I heard her say something, but I didn't didn't really register what it was. So after I woke up uh, this afternoon, <laughs> my wife, <laughs> my wife says to me, uh, did you hear what Clara said last night when you snuggled her? And I said, no, I remember something she says. Something smells really bad. <laughs> Dude, you got that on the MP3, right? No, no, that was last night, not Wednesday. No, you didn't record it. That's too bad. Pay attention, Miller. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, I understand there are no people dumber than you this week, but there are some some people in no, the actually, news. Actually, nobody dumber than me this week. But I do have a crazy old naked guy in the news. Crazy old naked guys in the news. Last November, J.J. Milday, a 49-year-old resident of Fort Myers Beach, was in the mood for love. So like any other horny old guy, (laughs) Mr. Milday stripped off his clothes, coated his wrinkly body in an extra thick layer of baby oil, and stepped out into the dark of night. (laughs) Looking for ladies who might have a hunger for an extra thick slice of his love meat pie. God. <laughs> Unfortunately, Mr. Milday didn't find any ladies outside in the cold night air, but he did notice some ladies inside in a nearby home. Mr. Milday threw a rock to break the beach house window, yeah. entered without sustaining injury, and made his way in to find the lady of the house. <laughs> and here's a guy who takes the direct approach. Yeah. I really respect that. Carl, you know I'm not one to make polarizing statements in the middle of my bits. But as men, we have been suppressed by the iron fist of the so-called liberated female. And I just can't hold back any longer. First, to all the uptight feminists listening to this podcast, I would like to offer you a special gift of peace right now. Both of them. Delivered with care in these four little words. Suck it up, bitches. That's right, feminists. We men have been bowing down to your demands for too long. All in the name of desperately trying to get laid. I'm screwed, man. Yeah, like a whole 30 years, man. It's been hell. All this PCBS. What? That's politically correct bullshit for those who can't spell. (laughs) Carl, the PCBS has taken its toll on our kind, turning men into meek, 
Yes, dear. Whatever you say, dear. Of course, I don't mind if your mother comes to visit. Pussy whip zombies. (laughs) Well, listen up, because we're not going to take your controlling crap anymore. Men, it's time to take a stand and tell our ladies that we're the ones running the show now. Break out the saddle, honey, because it's time to take a ride on the meat pony. (laughs) What? Don't look at me like that. I really mean it. Oh, yeah. That's so, honey, how does it feel now that the pants are on the other hand? (laughs) Um, I mean, buttocks. Hey, don't laugh at me. I'm serious. I'm in charge now. It's blow time or go time, baby. That's right. I said, you can hop on the love banana or pack your bags and go crying to your mother. Because unfortunately for you, I just happen to have discovered the secret key. That one thing that will break the heavy chains of sexual slavery that you women have forged over mankind all these years. That's right, my dearest one for now, but maybe not later. Earlier this week, I discovered that there just happens to be a bevy of ultra-hot, ultra-fine ladies dying to get uber-funky on my love grenade. (laughs) Man, I don't want to get hit by any shrapnel from that. Really? Doug! And they're all waiting for me over there at, uh, uh, what is it? RussianBrides.com! Hey, honey, stop laughing at me! I'm serious! It's, it's... It's time to jump on the roast beef hammer of sausage muffin stuffing mince pie. What? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's time to open your pod bay doors because my oversized package of overnight delivery is arriving soon. And let me say this, baby, there's no signature required. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, baby, it's time to break out the easy lube because I think somebody's pistons aren't firing in all cylinders. <laughs> Honey, you know what? I've got the swing to take care of your knock and ping. And, <laughs> and baby, I'm just what you need for those unsightly rust deposits in your cylinder of love. Oh, great. Oh. He's turned into Nipsey Russell now. It could be a spark plug timing issue, I suppose, as well, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Mark, nobody has any idea what you mean. Oh, well, what, what I'm trying to say, baby, is that... I'm not going to bow down to your equal rights liberation crap anymore because because I'm just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can refill your prescription with genuine pharmaceutical grade medication of love. <laughs> and, and don't worry, honey. You won't find any cheap imitation drugs smuggled in from Canada at, at, at Humpy Hump Master's Pharmacy of Nether Region Fulfillment. This is direct from the manufacturer, baby, and it comes with an easy opening cap. Just squeeze and turn. (laughs) Mark, what the hell are you talking about? What's that you're saying, dear? Russianbrights.com is just a scam? They don't really want me? That can't be true. (laughs) You're just trying to scare me. No, dear, I know you've never been wrong before, but I... Oh, yeah, yes, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in light of this news, uh, I'm going to adjust my previous position a bit. (laughs) Every man for himself. 
Mark, did you have a story about an old naked guy in the news or something that you wanted uh, to oh, say? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> With baby oil. Mr. Milday <laughs> found his way to the lady of the house and asked her if she would be interested in, quote, touching him inappropriately, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> According to police reports, the woman declined. <laughs> <laughs> Next, the buck naked and greased up Mr. Milday found his way to another house, broke another window, crawled in, found the lady of the house, and made a similar request for the inappropriate touching thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Milday couldn't believe it, but he was spurned yet again. <laughs> so he left house number two. And that's when the cop spotted his greasy, naked, wrinkly ass and ordered Mr. Milday to freeze. <laughs> But Mr. Milday was no milk toast of a man. No siree, Carl. Mr. Milday shouted, come and get me, coppers, and then broke out into the ever-classy, crazy, old, naked guy sprint across the yard. <laughs> right in front of the cops. <laughs> Deputy Daniel Hollywood was there, and he was armed with a taser. Now, according to Corporal Matt Chitwood, officers are, quote, taught to aim for the torso, but in this case, it was difficult for officers to aim because Milday was moving, unquote. Oh, no. Uh -oh. Right, Carl. Difficult to aim because Deputy Hollywood was in a hypnotic trance, no doubt induced by the rhythmic pulsing of the dangling old man junk. <laughs> Zap! According to police reports, Deputy Hollywood accidentally shot Mr. Milday in the genitals. Oh! oh. It gets worse. Oh. One of the taser prongs got stuck. Oh! Oh! God! Oh. Corporal Chitwood goes on to say, the taser is relatively accurate. <laughs> I just love his terminology there. Relatively accurate. But when someone is moving like that, it doesn't matter if you have a taser or a pistol. Officers can't aim. End quote. So officers can't aim, eh? Maybe law enforcement personnel need to carry larger weapons to improve their accuracy. I'm thinking something like a ballista or a trebuchet, maybe. <laughs> oh, and a bit of advice to crazy old naked guys who are about to be in the news. If the cops yell freeze and you decide to run, make sure your ass is pointing at the cops. <laughs> you do not want to risk injuring the boys by doing that bouncy thing in front of anyone holding a weapon. <laughs> Mr. Milday's greasy, electrified body and the taser were both taken to Lee Memorial Health Park Medical Center, where the doctor on call took one look and no doubt said, God damn it, I should have taken the day shift. <laughs> <laughs> After Milday was treated, he was taken to Lee County Jail and charged with indecent exposure, resisting an officer, criminal damage, and having way too much grease on his body. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Milday, you crazy old naked guy in the news, be careful what you wish for. You asked for inappropriate touching, and by golly, you got inappropriate touching. <laughs> Your testicles are more electrostatically discharged than mine. Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> oh, naked. <laughs> awesome. Richard Campbell, the toy boy, finds the toys on the internet. The weird, the wild, the wonderful. My God, I'm talking like JFK. Sonic <laughs> Boom.
Why? I have no idea. I don't know. I feel dead, apparently. Uh, Very nice. Go ahead. All right. You ready? I'm ready. So take a look at shrinkster.com slash B-Y-A, Bravo, Yankee, Alpha, and something we need for our next road trip, something we wish we had for this past road trip. Cairo Sarah. Cairo Sarah and their KR1 mobile router has a card for EVDO. Oh. oh. And provides Wi-Fi. Ooh. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would have been Wouldn't very that have been nice. great? So... You know, if you if you need to provide broadband access on a site with no internet connection, you've got EVDO in the area. That's Here you go. Cool. Very cool. That's you very cool. are happening. A complete solution. Thanks for now, playing. I, Richard, I got to ask you, do you know if that's compatible with naked, greasy old guys? <laughs> Nothing is compatible with naked, greasy All old right, guys. I, well, you know, maybe, maybe the next generation, I guess. I don't know. Very good. <laughs> Anyway, that router two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Nice, that's reasonable yep. with the with the rebate. But you know, three hundred bucks straight up. You can get ex- extra antennas. It's got uh, a car charger for it, so all good. Yeah, great little gizmo. That'll go on my bus. There you go. All right, staying with our mobile theme, I'm actually giving props to a friend of mine here for a technology called. EQO. Take a look at shrinkster.com slash BYB. Bring your beer. Bravo, Yankee, bravo. So you may have already heard about this. EQO offers Skype service on your cell phone. Whoa. Oh, that's Isn't that cool. that nice? That's Whoa. cool. So now the interesting thing is how the heck do they do this? Do they rely on a high-speed internet connection on your cell phone? Why? No, they don't. They do a little bit of data transfer. So there's a client you load on your phone, and then there's also uh, an app you load on your PC with Skype, right? Hmm. Uh Then the phone talks to the Skype, gets your list of, of people and who's online and who's not, and when you go to call them, it actually just uses the regular cell phone mode to call into an EQO network that hooks up to Skype. Oh, so it dials oh. a, a regular-ish telephone number. There you go. That's cool. That is it works. cool. The now quality's it's, excellent, and it's available for download right now. It's a free beta, so take it out for a spin. See what you get. So this is for pocket PC phones? Uh, what's out? Uh, let me see which versions are. They're making I'm versions right for now. everything, but I don't know which which ones are released right now? Yeah, they have Windows. That's it. Looks that way. EQO for Windows. And there's a Mac edition coming. Oh, wait a minute. No, phone support browser. Yeah, they have Windows on your PC. I get and it. Then oh, that's you interesting. AudioVox, Nokia, Motorola, Palm. Hey, it supports Nokia. Nokia don't have pocket PC phones. Right. So that's, that's the thing is it's only Windows on your PC side. They've got pretty comprehensive phones. Oh, that's support. pretty cool. I don't see the uh, Sam, my Samsung phone on there. Hmm. Oh, sucks to be you. And when you've decided hmm. that between Wi-Fi, EVDO, cell phones, and Skype, you've had too much radiation, oh, no. the solution is shrinkster.com slash BYC. Bravo, Yankee Charlie. And the Mega Chi Far Infrared Pendant. Hmm. What? Okay. Hey. Looks like a credit card with, like, a bad painting on it. 250 bucks. Uh, snake oil? Hey, this looks uh, a little bit like magnetic bracelets. No, but wait, bracelets. it uses harmonic resonance energy. It must be good. Bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. But no, read further. The pendant also utilizes far infrared technology. The frequency of invisible wavelength band of sunlight that warms and vitalizes the body. You know what? Sunlight does that too. 
Yeah. yeah. Only sunlight actually can do that. This thing doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, exactly. check it out. Did you know, Richard, that the body has 100 trillion intercommunicating electromagnetic capacitors? Actually, no, Richard, I think that you're wrong. I think you could probably use that to uh, to get through a really cheap lock in an apartment building. There you go. <laughs> Use a paperweight. How many trillion? A hundred trillion. Which I went and researched this number finger. Where did they come up with a hundred trillion? A hundred trillion is the largest number of cells anybody's ever guessed is in the human body. Most everyone else says it's about ten to twenty trillion. Nah, I'm two hundred trillion. That's, there you go. Oh, they're lying already, man. <laughs> that is a lot of cells. Next. 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 That's a Going really back onto the number. cool side again, shrinkster.com slash BYD. Bravo. Yankee Delta. And the fine folks at Next Engine and their desktop 3D scanner. Oh, desktop 3D scanner. Nice. Desktop 3D, desktop 3D, scanner. 3D scanner. Nice. Click on the products tab to get a better look at this thing. 2500 bucks. It's a little box with a pedestal in front of it. Nice. You put the object down in front of it. It scans it, renders it in 3D inside your machine. Nice. I think I remember when scanners were twenty five hundred dollars yeah, for me like too. a nice high res scanner. Yeah, for a flatbed scanner. Here's a USB two and it's got an the little platform is called the auto positioner. It's basically like an electric lazy Susan that will rotate the device while it scans it. How does it get the top and bottom, Richard? I do not know. <laughs> I don't either. You probably have to put the thing on its side. Yeah. Who knows? Mm. But go to the tech specs to get a better idea of sort of the range of things it's got. So a couple of sensors. It uses special lights. Uh, the field size. It's about, uh, you know, designed to scan something about the size of a Coke can. Yeah. So, so if you ever need to scan a lot of Coke cans for some reason. <laughs> in well, it's always interesting to see, well, what should you be scanning with this? And they're they're talking about, you know, designing new products and so forth. They just leave out the whole, you know, making images of your fingers and obscene gestures. That's where I heard about this product. It was on the news. Some chick actually tried to, to scan her ass. And it was too large. <laughs> didn't, didn't work. Too big. Now you can yeah, only that's... use it. You can only use it to scan your ass whole, not oh. your whole ass. <laughs> I'll shrinksterize it for you, Mark. <laughs> Thanks, Carl and Jeff. Uh, edit that out, man. That was gross. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. It's kind of cool, though. What's what, scanning, scanning your asshole? asshole? <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, Carl, you're just like you and me, okay, Jeff, Richard. We take both go. of them off the show. It's just you and me from now on. Man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to shrinkster.com slash BYE. Bravo, Yankee Echo. B-I-E. Oh, God. And you can bye. Say bye to E Glide power boards. Oh, That's right. I thought it was something Electric else. Electric skateboards. <clears throat> mm hmm. Are they, yeah. are they hybrid? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. They're hybrid electric hybrid and leg. Hybrid means electric and leg, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Zero to 20 miles an hour in four seconds. That actually sounds really scary. Yeah, that would scare the snot out of me. And you see one of these down here, the Dewey Weber, 48 inches. That's enormous. Huh. Wow. Yeah, that's and- big. Well, there you go. If you ever wanted a skateboard with an electric motor, there's somebody making one for you. You know, an, an electric motor on a skateboard's got to help on, like, those f- challenging flat surfaces, you know? Because <laughs> it ain't going to get you up the hill. And it's nah, going to keep nope. you from going down the hill at any rate of speed. This reminds me of a product that I did not have much success with. It was a, a skateboard with brakes. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you were going too fast, had a little remote button, bam. <laughs> a lot awesome. of lawsuits about that one, but anyway, I don't want to get into it. Let's move on. Moving along to shrinkster.com slash BYF. Bravo, Yankee Foxtrot. Beef. <laughs> and the guys at Like a Fish. Um, what? This guy's figured out how to actually extract oxygen from seawater in real time. Whoa. Get out. So he pumps the water into a machine that basically adds air to it, lowers the pressure enough that the oxygen falls out of it, pumps the remaining water out, and is able to maintain a supply of oxygen to a diver. It's called a diving tank. Well, this is, <laughs> it's different. It, this would be a little different. So I guess the idea is you could stay down for a long, long time. I mentioned combining this with a rebreather that actually does the scrubbing as well. You'd probably be able to stay down indefinitely. Well, I have, I have an idea. Yeah, yeah, you're, you'd be carrying a, something on the back the size of a bus. Now, you know. now you can replace Sorry, those hundred dollar pesky air tanks with a ten thousand uh, dollar unit. Oh, more than that, I'm sure. But wow. it all comes down to what's more important. You know, really, this thing is not designed to be worn so much as... A submarine, uh, man. A submarine's a possibility, but underwater habitats in general. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty the cool. The idea of being able to produce your own oxygen in something that's less expensive than electrolysis. Wow, yeah, that, okay. that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. So that's got a ton of potential. I'm looking forward to seeing where that's going to go. Absolutely, I like that. You know, you combine that with electrolysis, and you get your you get your fuel, your oxygen, and you know, and your your, your fuel and your atmosphere. That's and your constant cool. risk of explosion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the solution to the energy crisis. We're all going to live underwater. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, if we all just started doing that right now, and solve the energy crisis real yeah, we fast, we would not have an energy crisis. That's right. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, uh, Art Lebedev, the the guy who made the cool keyboard, it looks like it was never going to see the light of day. He's geni- He's a genius man. He is brilliant. Look at shrinkster.com slash BYG. Bravo Yankee Golf. Are we talking about the, the keyboard that has no uh, th- nothing on it or the one with the LCD screens? Yeah, with like the little uh, organic L- uh, LED displays on each key. Right, right, right. So he's made a miniature version of it with only three keys. Yeah, you know, you know I saw this somewhere. Did did we talk about this on Hansel Minutes? I'm not sure. Maybe you did. Uh, anyway. I actually ordered this. Did you really? I it's, ordered it earlier this week. It's supposed to be out in April. Yeah, it, uh, May 15th. The Optimus Mini. Yeah, it's 100 bucks, so it's like $33.33 and a third key. per key. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It's actually, it's actually kind of, what, do you know what the resolution on those on each little key display is? Yeah, 96 by 96. That's enough to actually put meaningful information there. Yeah, these for pic- sure. These pictures are actually mock-ups as if you didn't know, because if you look at these, you can actually count the simulated pixels, and it's like 106 by 106, yeah. so it's not going to be this clear. But it's, not, here, it's but. not that far from it either. Yeah, but so anyway, I, I, wanted, I, I really want the other keyboard, and so I'm going to give these guys a little bit of my money. So they, Yeah, uh, I mean, and, and you're right. It's just the possibility right. here. It's not enough money to be that distressed about it. I want this to exist. Yeah. I want the real keyboard to exist. Yeah. The real keyboard doesn't anything. exist? Not yet. Not yet. That's the idea. And the first oh. one they're coming out with is not natural, so I wouldn't buy it, you know. But, ah. but I want it. I want it badly. In fact, mm. I've got a blog about this whole thing. Should I promote my blog here? What is your blog URL? It's uh, www.doitwith.net. <laughs> <laughs> nice site. Anyway. So you blogged blog. about this? Yeah. If you, uh, if it, what, it's shrinkster.com slash B Y 
I as an in indigo. Hmm. Yankee indigo. Cool. Anyway, you can see huh. that. So there you are. You ordered it. And there you can see pictures at the bottom of the other keyboard at the optimum of the Optimus. Mm -hmm. Which is just not the same thing at all. What happens when you're working? You want to control or you want to cut something, you hit the control key. Yeah. Or you want to do something else, you hit the shift key. And you move somewhere else in the document and context changes. And so what the keys can do changes. Mm -hmm. It'd be great if you didn't have to, you know, look in a list, look in the menu, nope. look somewhere or else. Or what about look at your keys? Your keys? I mean, you know, As I'm the saying. keys are going to change on you all the time. That's going to be really annoying. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, it depends on how often they change and I don't, how they I don't, change. I don't think it's annoying because it reveals the context of what, what they do. Yeah, this is going to require some serious application support. And some serious practice, I think, to use it. I mean, the reason people use the keyboard is because it's everything's in a well-known place. Right. I don't know if you know that. notice this, but, you know, you get a new notebook and your keys are all moved around. It takes a while to get used to that layout. I don't think anybody's you have, suggesting you have moving a layout, the layout that around. It's just what they're really saying is, is you know, like, the, the you know, this used to happen to me I, when I would play... Um, you know, first person shooter game, I'd be like, oh, what key do I have to press? And I'd be looking, you know, trying to figure out where I need to press to get the particular thing I killed. wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and so it'd be much nicer, you know, as you're learning it to be able to just look right down and see it. It just reduces the learning curve. No, Nobody's saying let's change the layout. It's just, you know, what the, those keys that are already there, here, let's show you what they are. What, what, is, what is the purpose of a keyboard that has changeable LED screens on every key, but other than, other than to be able to change the layout of the keyboard? It's not. It's so when you hold down the control key, it says paste underneath the V. And when you hold down the alt key, it shows you the names of all the menus that you can go to right on your keyboard. When you're in a first-person shooter, it'll highlight that WASD is up, down, left, right, and stuff like that. I I get it. It's, you know, it, whether, how practical so it's, it's going to be. So it's, it's, it's key assignment and, and yeah. illuminating what keys do what that in a particular like software. Idea. Not changing keys around. Okay, yeah, that makes total sense. Chris, now that I think about it, I like your key changing idea, Carl. <laughs> A frenetic guy like you would, yes. Yeah, I like the idea of when you press on the A, the A moves somewhere else. Don't do that again. Yes. Each time you use a key, it moves to a new location. An actual useful thing is um, is international support, like um, going and going from you know QWERTY to to the Dvorak or the Dvorak keyboard layout. Or if you have somebody you know somebody visiting from France who's used to an Azerty keyboard layout, you can switch it over to that. If you need to type you know simplified Chinese or whatever, you can switch your keyboard over to that. So, and you know like none of our American keyboards have any of the weird accent characters, and none of them have pound keys or whatever. So if you could tie it into the language switching support in Windows, we that, actually do have pound keys, Brainiac. Not like. British pound. Oh, I've just been dissed, man. He just nailed me. I just nailed him. I walked into that. Did anybody else see that coming? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> it just not coming. <laughs> Boom. All right, Richard, what's next? Uh, I really went back and forth on doing this toy or not. But it's not it. really a toy. It's just a thing. You sure you don't want to talk about the keyboard some more? No. <laughs> Do it. Shrinkster.com slash BYH. Bravo Yankee Hotel. Right. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. life gem. Yeah. So, what do these guys do? These guys take the cremated remains of your loved one and compress it into a gemstone. That's fucked up. Well, what else were you gonna do with them? <laughs> you know what? There's a movie coming out about this. Really? Called Inclusion. Look for it. Oh, they're making it right here in New London. How about that? Yep. I don't know. It's like, what are you going to do? Leave the ashes on the shelf? <laughs> you know, so put I, them in the attic? I know the story of this, basically from talking to the guys who wrote this movie. And uh, 
The idea is that there are these companies out there that will take your pet's remains and put them through like a 24-week process of uh, high compression and heat. And it basically turns any carbon-based material into a diamond. And then they go down to the discount jewelry store and, you know, get a, get a jewel and come back and put it in the right. setting for you. And and so... <laughs> so they're not the, telling you that... So what these guys are doing are obviously taking it up a notch. But this this movie is basically based on the story of a, a rogue mortician who gets in, in bed with a jeweler and uh, ends up killing people. It turns out the... The more uh, pious and moral the person, the the better the diamond. So, <laughs> so they end up killing all these really, you know. I hope this is a comedy. Oh, it's a black yeah. comedy. It's going to be awesome. Hmm. Yeah, because if, if that was because I would have gone with charcoal briquettes personally. Yeah, personally, right? <laughs> if you had to decide, you might as well use charcoal briquettes. Yeah. See, now my way of dealing with death, this is a little bit controversial, but I prefer to eat the dead, get their soul. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, like I said, it's a little controversial, so I don't bring that up at parties. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a mood killer during sex, too, by the way. Can we uh, move on? Please, please. I'm talking about like cows. I'm going into the Japanese section now. I'm talking about hamburgers. Come on. Japanese section. <laughs> Japanese section, please. As in com slash B-Y-J. That's Bravo Yankee oh, no. Juliet. Another translation. Here it's we- a translation page. <laughs> but what these guys have done, have come up, they've come up with a way to use a laser to actually vaporize, plasma size air so that it makes a little white dot. Holy crap. Wow. So this is actual three-dimensional... You know, drawing in wow. the air, in the, in the air. air, ah, floating there. I bet and this just, makes the air really hot, though. <laughs> well, apparently, it makes a pretty significant noise because you're basically oh my God. superheating the air in all those points. That's you great, know, that's freaking awesome. So it's like pretty somebody cool. Sees, somebody sees this stuff and they say, "Oh, this is great. Let me reach in and just see your design." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Well, that's why I need the st- the sauce stop. <laughs> but just scroll <laughs> yes. down to the bottom where you see some of the other pictures they've drawn there. Like the butterflies look fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. That's neat. That is amazing. That's, that's very something. Cool. You're not going to see that at a circus sideshow. No, sir. Not this week anyway. Wow. Very cool, Richard. Yeah, All you're... right. I got a video for you. That's awesome. Shrinkster.com slash BYK. Bravo Yankee Kilo. It's a short video, and I highly recommend you look at it because it will amuse you. Okay. <laughs> because this kid named Nakamura Motohiro built a robot that is a transformer. Are you serious? It starts as a car. Well, play the video and watch. He drives it around as a, as a remote control car and then pushes a button, and it unfolds itself and walks around as a robot. Oh, sweet. Very cool. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Wow. Oh, wow. This is, like, highly articulated. It, it's that's it's almost spooky movement, isn't it? Man, I've seen our future, and it does not look good. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Mark, let me bring you back to reality. Let me make you more comfortable with the whole Japanese thing. <laughs> Take a look at trickster.com slash BYL. Bravo, Yankee Lima. Is it Saki? Because that would make me really comfortable right now. <laughs> no. This is more comfortable as in, don't worry, they're still doing do- dumb stuff too. Because apparently in Japan, it's important 
not to waste bath water. So they're offering us a bath water filter. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and and the, the translated Japanese makes me happy, too. Me, quiet child. <laughs> By the fact that we love the bath, the girl famous. When it returns the bath, the boiled rice you eat from the school, ah! the bath, before sleeping, being the bath. Oh, I understand. It's so this disgusting. boils rice and filters, <laughs> filters the tub. <laughs> there so you go. You can take a bath and enjoy some sticky rice at the same time. Very nice. This rice is brown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If that's not disturbing enough for you, take a look at this. Shrinkster.com slash BYM. Bravo Yankee mother. And I'm just so happy to find a couple of really bad Japanese toys alongside a couple of really cool ones. This, my friends, is the electromagnetically powered baby rocker. <laughs> That's right. This is an automatic swing that uses an electromagnet. Electromagnet. Now, That's right. I've had, you know, electric swings before for the kids, but, but now this is not a little motor swinging back and forth. This bed that this kid's lying on is floating in a magnetic cradle oh my god Yeah, this seems like a really good thing to subject an infant to a big electromagnetic a field big electromagnet <laughs> i'm thinking no oh my okay. god <laughs> i'm Thus speechless ended the japanese portion of the show I'm, i just i'm speechless I... it's unbelievable isn't it <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't what know were what were they say. thinking? Don't, don't put your CRT next to that. I just, yeah. I have no, nothing to say to that. All no. right, I got one toy left, and I actually have to take you to two different sites to do this toy justice. You know, I actually got to say, wh while, you're, while you're saying this, I'm looking and Carl typing this stuff, and I noticed it doesn't say rock the baby gently. It says shake gently. <laughs> 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 That's, yeah, shake the yeah. baby. Mm. All right, I'm going to send you to a link. It's a video. I don't normally send you to video sites, but this is the only way I could get this particular video. We'll talk about it in more detail after you've looked at the video. We're going to edit for time here in the show because this is a fairly long video, but the end is the best part, so it's worth watching the whole thing. And then I want to show you who made this and what they're doing. Shrinkster.com slash BYN. Bravo. Yankee November. Crazy multi-input Dude, this is what I wanted. This my friends, is Minority Report better than the conceptual version? Richard, you remember the blog post I had about uh, about asking Microsoft to add multiple inputs to... Right. Uh, this is totally multiple input. The first half of the video is kind of cool. The, all the, the graphical effects and moving things around. But look at the end. The end of the video is mind-boggling. It's using a UI with your hands the way you'd really use it. I want to know what software they're, you know, what they've put together behind this thing. All right. Well, let's talk about that then. First off, let me take you to another link. Let me take you a link of one of the lead guys working on this at the New York University, a guy named Jeff Han. Oh, this is at NYU. Wow. Yes. Shrinkster.com slash BYO. Bravo Yankee Oscar. Take you to Jeff Han's little website and the New York University, which links to this video. Although it was saturated for quite a while. That's why I went to YouTube, because YouTube had more bandwidth for it. This is a guy who's been working on video technology and computers since the very beginning. He worked on CUC Me. Remember that? Yeah. Like yeah. some of the very first stuff ever done. This is Jeff Han's work, and he's been working on this for a while. So 
Looking at the MRL projects he's got here, the first one is the video you just watched. The second one, multi-touch sensing through frustrated total internal reflection. That <laughs> is the magic. It's a terrible name, but if you look at the link, go in there, it shows you how this works. He's not drawing on a monitor. He's drawing on a piece of glass. The glass is illuminated and has a diffuser behind it that allows it to look at the fingers changing the reflection of the light. That's why the contrast is so bad. Of course, you know, you could just do it with infrared. Yes, well, yeah, you, of course you could shift it. But, of course, he's, by looking at how the oh, fingers man. refract the light, he can wow. determine pressure. He thinks he's going to be able to tell one finger from the other. Huh. Yeah, I don't see any reason you wouldn't be able to do that if, it, and if then the resolution is The way you're actually enough. getting the picture itself is that he's got a projector sitting behind it. And on this page, you can see the projector sitting back there. Yeah, yep. you can. So the software is, uh, is he's getting the signals from his fingers, feeding it into the software, and then projecting the, the resulting trails you know, from the I, software. I, I'm not afraid to go back from LCD footprint to CRT footprint if it means that I can have a multi-finger touchscreen. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm going to have to have a bigger desk. Yeah. Gosh. But to get this, I think it's worth it. Yes. <laughs> so awesome. what's so it's compelling cool. about this interface is the, you know, just the nature of the way it's put together. There's no special surfaces put on the glass, right? They're not doing the typical touchscreen thing where they have a contact surface that's fragile. This is just touching plain glass. In fact, the cleaner the acrylic, the better off you are. Mm. Interesting. It's just looking at scattered light. And so the resolution is based on the light and the size of your fingers, not on the number of sensors. That's nice. That's it's bizarre. brilliant is what it is. That is an unbelievable like leap of... Uh... It's a breakthrough. It yeah. truly is a breakthrough. So go back up to his main page and look at the top link where he breaks down using this technology, which we've just looked at, to make this video. And this video is actually a composite from several different technologies. So there's a group of guys here. Uh, Jeff Han, obviously, running it and wrote sort of the core software to it. And then there's uh, three other guys, Philip Davidson, Casey Muller, and uh, Ilya Rosenberg, that wrote various bits of the software working against this thing. Uh, the screen itself that you're seeing them demonstrated on, 36 by 27 with the projector behind it. Uh, I don't know if you noticed when he put the fingers down, there was little blurbs of text that would appear by the fingers. Yeah. I suspect that was control text, basically saying, I sense this finger. This is what I sense. You know, here's the information and so forth. <laughs> uh, and then it's sort of a breakdown of the video. The, the, oh, look the at possibilities that are unbelievable. Coming. I'm going to have to get that freaking song. Oh, I see there. Philip <laughs> Davidson, that we saw, that was NASA Whirlwind, not Google Earth. I thought yeah, I'd no, seen familiar. Oh, wow, cool. Oh, that's really awesome. They hacked an add-on to NASA Whirlwind that let them do right. that. That's to use this interface. That's so unbelievable. cool. Hey, the power of open source, how's that? Well, but more relevantly, the recognition that a great UI adapts itself to the software of the day. Yeah. I think the guy from NYU heard about Whirlwind on .NET Rocks, and it's that's what started this whole yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. It's... I'm delusional. Anyway, that's I thought I'd close with this toy because it's definitely the coolest thing I've seen that is, in a long, long time. That is time. the coolest thing, yeah, that's, Richard. That's right up there. That's way You've earned your paycheck there. for the week. Yep. So what are we going to call this show? Let's call it a wrap. Yo uh, yo! <laughs> good to have you back, Jeff. And uh, hey, it's good to be here. Thanks, you guys. Thanks to Karen. Thanks to everybody who have participated. Thanks to uh, Lawrence Ryan for editing the show. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Lawrence. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to. We'll see you next week. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>